whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. Yeah, hello and welcome to Mojo Sports, the NRL show, season two, episode 42. My name is Dan Frost, and as always, I'm supported by the best panel in the business. And tonight, we've got a full crew, which is really exciting. But before we dive into all things rugby league, let's uh, tackle the warm-up. And the one, and the two, and the one, two, three. Why you not that? Bishop wore buttless chaps to the bat mitzvah. Have a great broadcast. You too, darling. All right, team, we've got the full crew. We've got Dana, Mickey, D, and Coz. And the question I've got for you is, well, it, it's been a massive um, State of Origin series already uh, with Game 2 in the books. New South Wales coming out and absolutely giving it to Queensland, which a few of our New South Wales supporters on the panel love to see. But the question I've got for you, let's dive into the hypotheticals, the overreaction. Uh, I know I was doing this when New South Wales lost Game 1, but the question I've got for you is, if you were Billy Slater, what changes would you make for Game 3? Uh, Coz, going to start with you. Well, I will go with what the coach said, and he, when asked this question, he said, this is our team, so I think minimal changes, but obviously assess any injuries, and if Cotter's fit, bring him back, please. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Cotter, um, you know, even if he just sits out for the Cowboys until we can sort of, uh, you know, get get through that game three, um, yeah, they, they missed him terribly, that's for sure. Um, Dana, thoughts on this one? Um, it is interesting, you know. It, it's anywhere from, to Cos's point, maybe one or two to a complete overhaul to no changes. What would you do if you were Bill? Uh, well, first of all, uh, ensure that no game of origin is ever played in Perth ever again. <laughs> True. Um, I don't know. Like it's it's hard to look at. You kind of assess it like, I don't know. I think it's okay. It's just hitting harder, keeping up the defence, just being able to play that full 80 minutes. Um that's that's all we can do. We try the hardest, I guess. Billy's kind of said everything, and as Cos did as well. So, uh, hope for the best. Pray for a miracle, and hope that home home court advantage has our has our love all over it. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Look for me. Look, you know, I try not to give uh, Queensland too many tips, but but look, what I would do is I would try and. I'd always try and select your best players. So for me, Cam Munster could certainly play, uh, you know, lock if he had to as well. And you could look to bring in a Tommy Dearden or you could look to bring in a Semi Walker or you could look to add a little bit of spice there. Look, Kalen Ponga has got to stop knocking himself out. I mean, it's getting to the point where it's beyond a joke. I mean, every single game he's getting a head high. So if I was Reese Walsh, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be getting yourself pretty ready because... If Ponga keeps at this rate, there is no way he's going to be fit for game three. He continues to get head knocks. So Reese Walsh, I'd be, yeah, I'd, I'd be getting myself ready. And look, Murray, he, he had an absolute shocker. So, you know, I, I know X is out. Um, you know, they're not going to be able to bring out, bring back Xavier Coates. But a guy like Corey Oates for the Brisbane Broncos, who's got a little bit more experience, a little bit more composure, he'd be someone I'd be looking at as well. And, you know, there's a few other guys who, uh, you know, uh, Flegler from the Brisbane Broncos. I feel like he's been in career best form this year. Uh, they're going to need a little bit of size, a little bit of punch. 
And I'd also be bringing in Carrigan into the starting side. Um, he's been one of Queensland's best. Um, I know he brings in good impact uh, off the bench, but I think they're going to need some more minutes out of him. So, look, there's a few little tips for you. Uh, and Reed Marnie, he's got to be feeling a little bit hard done by. I know Harry Grant and Ben Hunter doing some good things there, but trying to figure out a way in which you can bring all of Queensland's best players into that squad and make it happen, uh, that's something that I'd look at. But, um, yeah, Mickey... You know, what's what, what's your read on this? What, what do you think Bill's going to do? Yeah, well, I was sort of thinking the same as cause minimal changes. Um, and then even what you said with um, Murray, like he did have a bit of a shocker last night. So one thing I did think of was someone more experienced maybe to be brought in there. Um, obviously, Murray, I think he'll still be in the squad, but it wouldn't surprise me if someone else did get bought in yeah. to start. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's going to be one to watch. D, thoughts on this one? I mean, there's just players for Queensland who have just been a little bit out of form as well. I know Dane Gagai, he, he's missed something like 10 to 15 tackles so far in the first couple of games. He's been very off for, for the Newcastle Knights. There's a couple of players in, in similar situations. Um, yeah, what, what, what's your thoughts? I wouldn't change a damn thing with the Queensland team because <laughs> if that's how they're going to perform in Perth, neutral town, um, you know, and just light up the blue flag all over Perth. Um, if they're going to perform like that, then that's how they deserve to play in, in Game 3. Yeah, um, right. I think that match, um, yeah, I don't know. Just thinking about the entire Queensland squad, despite everyone who, despite the ones that are that are missing due to, to injury, um, there's not much I would change. I think sticking with um, Sada's call of this is our team, it's a it's a pretty strong team. They've just had a really off night, a really off night. Yeah, um, Felice Kafusi getting Simbin. I thought he had a really poor game as well, so he's going to have to lift. Terrible. But you know, you, yeah. you've, you've 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 obviously got to bench players like that, and you know, you know, show a little bit of, uh, uh, yeah. And and sorry, I've really got to double, triple down on because Ruben Cotter has got to come back into this side, fit and healthy. Um, he's a little pest. He's a little shit actually. He makes. What does he make? Eighty tackles, break line breaks, and uh, you know it, it's you know one of the things that I have learned from this year's Origin series is it is a little bit of a, a smaller man's game. Um, you know, I think I spoke last episode about having big forwards on the bench and Payne House and Junior Bolo, and you know th- th- those types of players haven't really had the impact in this series. It's been the the smaller, more mobile players. Your Cam Murray's, your Liam, your Liam Martins. I thought Jake Travojevic was outstanding for New South Wales as well. So um, anyway, it's going to be really interesting to see whether Billy Slater can hold his nerve. Um, um, but at the end of the day, we've got a decider coming, and we are so excited to cover it here at Mojo Sports. All right, team, let's jump into our next segment for tonight, The Breakdown. It's do or die. One game. Got hit in the mouth and acted like somebody took our lunch money. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Um, not everything went to, <laughs> went to plan at all. Um... And they run through our ass like shit through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, team, let's take ourselves back to regular NRL football. It's going to be a little bit difficult, but, you know, I enjoyed the international round. It was so great. A massive shout-out to all of the nations that competed. They gave their all, and, um, you know, that New Zealand-Tonga game was everything we could have expected and more. So, um, yeah, Tonga need to sort out their spine, but um, certainly matched uh, the Kiwis' physicality there. Um, Incredible. Great to see. Uh, But back into the NRL, and our massive feature game is on Saturday, 735 
7.35. I love the, the random kickoff there uh, at Accor Stadium in Sydney. Uh, the South Sydney Rabbitohs coming up against the Parramatta Reels. Now, just to refresh everyone, because it has been a little bit of time since we've talked NRL, uh, we do have the Eels sitting in sixth spot on 20 competition uh, 20 competition points. And the Rabbitohs just underneath in seventh position, um, 16 competition points. You know... <laughs> This is a really close competition. If you if you move all the way down, the Raiders, they're sitting there just two points off in 11th spot. So, you know, it, it's getting pretty tight. Um, Cos, let, let's put ourselves back into this one. It is going to be quite interesting. Um, start with the Rabbitohs. Hasn't quite been the season that we, we kind of expected for South Sydney. Um, yeah, what's your reflections and thoughts coming into this one? I'm say I'm one of the only games I've picked was that the Dragons will beat them in their last game, and that happened. Yay. But I think um, they, because they've been so inconsistent, I think they will bounce back this week. Um, especially, is Latrell back? He is. Yeah, fin- this yeah. is it. So Latrell's back. If he's finally back, then I think, um, you know, as much as I hate to say, he is such an impact player. And I think him just being there, even if he's, you know, not in the best form, I think. Um, he's probably an inspiration to the rest of the team and just having him there will give them a bit of confidence. So um, I know the Eels bounced back against the Roosters in their last game, but I'll, I'll tip the Rabbits for this one. D, um, you know, I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant, but one of the things I've always said about Latrell is he needs to get his body right. And I'm look, I'm not shaming people. I'm, I'm rocking the dad bod over here. It's it's, it's scary. You know, I, I've used COVID as an excuse. I think didn't COVID end about 12 months ago. So anyway, I'm I'm an absolute mess over here. But, you know, I've always put a little bit of pressure on Latrell to find his absolute peak performance. Now, obviously, he's gone over to America. He's gone through that, that, that schedule. And, you know, guys, jump on and Google at some of these NFL players. Aaron Donald, you know, th- this is a guy who is, you know, He's bigger than Payne Haas and he's got a 12-pack. I mean, you know, what some of the American programs are doing for athletics is incredible. D, it's pretty scary to think that Latrell Mitchell is finally coming into this game and the rest of the season in peak physical condition. He looks re- he looks ready to go. Now, you know, what, what's your expectation? Is it going to take him a little bit of time? Because there is so much pressure on one player to turn this club around. You can be as fit as possible and you can just throw a 10-cent piece and watch it bounce back into your forehead. But, you know, he could be he could be looking really, really good right now, but he, is he match fit? I don't know. Um, even Mike Gustavo, we know that he hadn't played, you know, NRL for a little while and came back for, on the international scene last round um, and he wasn't as match fit. So uh, I, I'm really hoping for the Rabbitohs. I really want to to hope for them and it may be a, a what Cos said, maybe it's just a, an atmosphere thing. He brings something to the culture, he brings something to the way that the, the group moves because his his energy is so big, he takes up a lot of space in the room. Um and he does. He walks into the sheds and he's just loud and proud and in their faces and everyone's up and moving and but is he match fit is gonna be a different different story altogether. I this is the most even match this I don't know where my heart's at with this one. It's it's going to be close. Mickey, I I think one of the things that most interests me about Latrell is, is he the key to unlocking Cody Walker? Because I think we've all forgotten how great of a player Cody Walker can be. I mean, had it have not been for the Tom Travojevic, you know, absolute once in a decade season last year. I mean, here's a guy who would have been the out and out daily M, you know, player of the year. 
I still believe that there is an absolutely great player in Cody Walker, and I just hope that Latrell Mitchell is that play to unlock him. But the question I've got for you, Mickey, is this whole situation around Lockie Ilias. Now, you know, again, we keep talking about, yes, Adam Reynolds has moved to the Brisbane Broncos. That was stupid. Um, that sucks. We totally we totally get that. But, you know, they've got a really young, talented halfback. Um, they absolutely got wrestled uh, against Coz's Mighty Dragons. Coz was down there giving the Dragons a bit of a rev up, and, uh, you know, Lockie Ilias did get the hook. But... What's your thoughts on Lachlan watching the Rabbitohs play? You know, is he the long-term future there for the Rabbitohs, in your opinion? I don't know. Um, he, oh, it's hard because Adam Reynolds, it, like it's hard to compare someone so it young is. to someone like that. Like you you don't know what could happen. Like, um, but, yeah. Well, well, I'll put it this way. What if, I'll, I'll put it this way. What if you cut him? And then he goes to a, you know, not 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 that there's vacancies, but you know, if he went to a, a top club, a, a Melbourne Storm, a Sydney, I just wonder whether Lockie Ilias would be, you know, a, a really, a, you know, a, a great footballer. You know what I mean? I I just feel like it's really difficult to put a lot of pressure on a young heart, young uh, playmaker. And you know, these were some of the concerns that we had at the start of the season. It was yes, losing Adam was a big thing, but obviously the pressure that goes on the back of Ilias, it's, it's not really fair. You know, you, you don't yeah. sort of see those sort sort of pressures put on, um, you know, other younger playmakers in the competition. But, um, all right, well, there's a little bit of homework for you, Mickey, is to keep an, was, eye, keep an eye on Lockie, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, even like if you look at, I guess, Sam Walker, like he was really young when he got brought into the Roosters. So if you compare it to someone like that, then he could definitely like, you know, make that sort of breakthrough that Sam Walker has. Like he's sort of becoming that loved player at the Roosters. Um, so there's... Like, you can't really say that's not going to happen with him, um, you know. So it'll just, yeah, definitely be one of those ones to watch. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll go on Lock, Lockie Ilias watch because, uh, yeah, I, I think we're all thinking the same thing. There is a talented footballer there. It's just he's got the weight of the world on his shoulder. So similar to Cody uh, Cody Walker, hopefully Latrell can take a little bit of pressure off him and produce some outstanding moments for the Rabbitohs uh, because, yeah, they're, they're, they're starting to slide down the ladder, that's for sure. All right, Dana, let's talk para-eels. Um Look, it's go time. I mean, you know, I I I don't know what to think about the Parramatta Reels, which has kind of been the theme of um, however long we've been working together here at Mojo Sports. But here's a team that can win the competition but also lose to the Canterbury Bulldogs. Please explain and talk to me about your expectations coming to this one against, uh, against South. Oh, mate, it's just the inconsistencies. Like, we, I mean, again, we all know I hate both, but I have – so much frustration for any poor bastard that goes for Parramatta because at least if you go for the Tigers or you go, no offence, cause for the Dragons or the Knights, (laughs) you have that expectation. You just go into going, ah, we're going to lose. And if you win, you're like, oh, my God, it's the best day ever. But with Parramatta, you go into it going easy games. Again, they lose games they should win and they win games they should lose. But they're at that top tier team. They should be winning a lot more than they do. And then you watch them get pummeled by the Bulldogs and you sit back and go, well, what the hell just happened? Because you've got like six origin players in your side, half of them played overnight, and you can't beat bottom of the barrel Bulldogs. Like what are you on about? So it's just, it's so frustrating just to even watching a game, you're watching these, you know, half a million dollar players 
make stupid mistakes that I could get a 14-year-old and then play better than half these kids. So you just you hope that there is some backup or some, you know, pull your head in, boys, let's pummel them. Like, no offence, but, like, pretty much putting, like, Latrell and the Rabbitohs kind of take them off the pedestal they think that they're on because the Rabbitohs aren't as good as they think they are at the moment. I think that a lot of people um, that support them or would go towards them is they still have them in that top four team pedestal that we did at the start of the season. You go into it going, oh, yeah, you know, Storm, Penrith, Roosters, Rabbitohs. But this year is so different for so many clubs that you have to take them off that. They're not a top four team this year. Yeah. It's, like they're not. They're what, seventh? Yeah, and they're sliding at the bottom of the table. And, and Dana, exactly. I'm sure I understand. Oh, there we go. Even Siri's got a opinion <laughs> Siri, on the Siri doesn't know. <laughs> that was, um, uh, we, we, uh, you know, we need to, we need to retime that. That was, that was unbelievable. Um, all right, guys, well, let's quickly go around the, around the grounds for some predictions here. A couple of things I would say, though, in terms of expectations for the Parramatta Reels. Look, I, I'm going to go para only because of RCG and Madison. I feel like they are going to rip and tear um, you know, obviously losing their New South Wales jerseys, I think, was brutal, especially for RCG. I, I still don't know whether that was the right call. And then to watch what happened the other night, that has got to hurt. So, look, I honestly fear for the safety of the Rabbitohs forwards. I think there's going to be some serious damage in this one. Um, and, and I also hope that Brad Arthur's learned his lesson and will rest junior a little bit as well. Um, you know, I, I feel like that's going to be important. So, look, I've got Parramatta close, but, you know, Luttrell, um, hopefully it takes him a little bit of time to get, to get going there for Parramatta. Um, quick round the grounds. D South Eels. Where are we going? Eels for me. Eels Cos. Uh, rabbits. Rabbits. Mickey. Um. Yeah, I'll go Eels. Yeah, and Dana. Oh, Parramatta. Yeah, there we go. All right, team. Let's move through now to our next feature game, and it is a Queensland derby. Cos, you're going to be uh, pretty happy with this one. Um, and I, I just, I love that this game is back as one of our feature games. The North Queensland Cowboys sitting in third position. No, that's not a typo. You've heard that correctly. Um, coming up against the Brisbane Broncos who are sitting in fifth. Um, Queensland Country Bank Stadium, that beautiful new stadium up there in Townsville. Cause yes, it's off the back of um, Origin. There might be a couple of players that are missing, but this is going to be an absolute beauty of a game. Yes, I think if it can even touch the heights that they those Cowboys Broncos games of the past have hit before, I'll be a happy person to watch that. But um, uh, yeah, two teams in really good form. But I think Cowboys at home, um, especially with um, off the back of Origin, and some of those players will be wanting to prove you know that they are better than what they showed. Um, I will tip the cows, and even though Bronx have been in really good form lately. Yeah, it's a tough one. I, I, yeah, I, I think so too. No pain Huss for the Brisbane Broncos. I think that's going to be a big one. Hey, listen, I'm all about little Tommy Dearden at the moment. I, I, where has this kid come from? I mean, it's just so good to see. You talk about some of the pressure that's on Lockie Ilias or Sam Walker. Here's a situation where a club has finally found the right balance in terms of having a leader in Chad Townsend, my mate. You know, he's absolutely carving it up. But working alongside Tommy Dearden, you can, you can start to see him really building confidence. And, um, you know, I saw him on the bench the other night with Queensland, and obviously the result didn't go his way. But getting that experience, I think that's great for for the Cowboys. So, look, I'm, I'm going to tip them that uh, they get the job done. But, yeah, Brisbane, they're going to definitely give them a show in this one. Uh, D, Queensland Derby, who gets the job done, Broncos or Cowboys? Broncos for me. Um, I know my favourite, Pano, 
may not be around for this match, but it's one of those ones everyone looks forward to is every single Queensland derby. But I feel like the Broncos have been playing like they're ready. They've been playing like they want to win. Um, and they've got a pretty good stat um, up against Cowboys. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Mickey, um, it's difficult to predict at the time of recording who's going to play, who's not going to play. Obviously, Payne will definitely be out. But you look at a guy like Selwyn Cobbo, who you know probably had a little bit of a disappointing night for Queensland. Look, I'd be, I'd be I'd be absolutely fearing him if he backed up because these are the types of players who are going to go back and absolutely rip and tear for their clubs. So, look, gamble responsibly. But Selwyn Cobbo, um, if he backs up, he's an absolute shoe in to score one or two. But, uh, yeah, Mickey, what's your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I think I'm probably going to tip the Cowboys, um, but I will also probably have money on Cobbo to score <laughs> any time. Although I did have him to score any time in the state of origin and he didn't. So, but no, for sure. Um, I definitely think, um, yeah, he'll, I think Cobo will have a big game. Um, I feel like Reynolds is going to have a big game, but I think Cowboys are just going to get over them. I think it'll be a close game though. Yeah, absolutely. Dana, there's a few players, you know, obviously Nanai, you know, obviously wasn't able to make his sort of normal impact there as a youngster. You know, that's his first, you know, serious blow in his career. So it'll be interesting to see how he's, he bounces back. And there's going to be a few players who are going to be auditioning for that Queensland jersey. I spoke about Flegler, um, you know, earlier. He's he's a player who will probably be in contention. Um, you know, there's a few Queenslanders here that I know you love. But, yeah, thoughts on this game? Yeah, I'm excited to see, uh, like, Selwyn Cobo back it up if he can, you know, play Origin and then five days later play, five or six days later play, you know, um, not even. I don't even know what day it is. Anyway, um, (laughs) (laughs) you know, back it up and and play a game less than a week later. Like, that's exciting for me to see because he's young. Like, you look at that and you look at history and you you should be able to back it up with another game. Um, Katoni Staggs is is being cleared to come back as well and Corey Oates as well. I'm I'm very excited to kind of see those two come through and um, hopefully, you know, I I really want Brisbane to win because it's at home. Um, you know, I, I like it's at home obviously for the Cowboys. So I think it'll be good for them to kind of reestablish themselves because they won at Suncorp. And I think if they can win in Townsville and they won on the Gold Coast as well, if they can kind of do three for three, then they're dominating as Queensland's, best team. That's right. <laughs> for the first time in a long time. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go Bronx with this one. Yeah, that's right. Who's the big dog up in Queensland? It's going to be interesting. But, uh, all right, we'll keep an eye on that one. Uh, Chad Townsend to get me into the match as well as the Cowboys uh, get the job done there, in my opinion. All right, team, let's move through to our final segment for tonight, Rapid Fire. And we're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things. What you need to know tonight. Sincere apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time for him tonight. We'll get him on the air again soon. Oh, my boss is singing closing time. Maybe that's what you're doing. All right, D, uh, let's hand it over to you in rapid fire. We're going to go through the remaining games. And you, my friend, you've got Thursday, 7.50. Uh, feels like a couple of these players are going to get a night's sleep and they're going to have to roll into this game. There's going to be some ins, some outs from State of Origin. But, um, yeah, look, you know, there's there's no easy way of saying this, D. You're manly, massive outsiders in this one. They're 10th on the ladder coming up against Melbourne Storm, um, who are second. But it's going to be at home. Um, how are you feeling about this one? I'm feeling strong about this one. Thank you so much for asking, Dan. I hope that you're feeling strong too, Dana. Um, look, <laughs> the Battle of Rookie, we're back again. 2022, 
Uh, hopefully we don't do a repeat of the Battle of Brookie, but um, it is going to be a nice sold-out crowd. I know it. I can feel it in my fingers. Um, but Sea Eagles for me. I know uh, it's going to be really tough, especially seeing Jake, you know, throw his body on the line um, over here in Perth. But it just feels like we've got um, – I feel like Taniela Paseca has been waiting as 18th man for a little while, and this could be his chance to step up, um, come back on, big Taniela. So – uh, look, I'm I'm going to see Eagles all the way. Yeah, I, I love your loyalty there, and uh, yeah, please can can we rest, Jake? I mean, he's done he's done his job. I think you're going to have to tear that jersey out of his hands uh, to stop him from backing up. But uh, yeah, look, it, it, it is going to be interesting. Um, you know, obviously losing Tom, you know, put him in a position where we thought uh, their finals position might be in jeopardy. But um, you know, they, they they had some good performances, but now uh, they, you know it's there's obviously a lot of pressure in and around that club now to to get moving. Uh, speaking of uh, pressure, well, here we go. Uh, my, 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 <laughs> my game, this one, guys. Friday night at 6 o'clock, if you, if you haven't seen a more 6 o'clock uh, game all year, uh, the Newcastle Knights in 12th position coming up against the Gold Coast Titans um, at McDonald Jones Stadium. Uh, no Kalen Ponga, obviously, with that head knock. Uh, look, yeah, in, in all seriousness, you know, ho- hopefully KP can get that sorted and... Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's difficult. You know, once they start happening, really needs to take care of himself. Um, coming up against uh, the Titans is going to be uh, a significant challenge. Both teams are going to be very, very desperate. I'd probably talk a little bit about from the coach's perspective. I mean, here's two coaches in Justin Holbrook and Adam O'Brien who you really wouldn't expect to be under this much pressure at this point in the season. Like, you know, there were a few clubs that, you know, the Bulldogs and the Tigers who we did anticipate, but... You know, in my opinion, I still believe in Justin Holbrook. I still believe in Adam O'Brien. But the reality is, if if these two clubs don't start winning some games, um, in particular the Titans, who are sitting uh, at the bottom of the table, I, I don't I don't know how both coaches can survive the rest of the season. So, look, this is a massive test of the players to see whether they can buy into their coach and really play for them because. They're not silly. They know if they continue to lose games, their coach is going to be out the door. So, you know, it's going to be really interesting to see if the uh, you know, if the Knights can really sort of dig in here. Oh, you, <laughs> you guys are really testing my loyalty here. Look, I'm going to go the Knights uh, with not a lot of confidence. Um, you know, for me, you know, some of the things that, you know, the Knights traditionally do when they get themselves in this position is they do simplify their game. Uh, they do complete at a high level. I think that's something they do need to focus in on. Um, you know, Adam Clune, you know, he hasn't been sort of that absolute uh, superstar replacement for Mitchell Pierce that we've probably been looking for and we continue to look for. Side note, Jackson Hastings, yes, if the rumours are true, please come to Newcastle. Uh, but Adam Clune does bring a little bit of experience and he does bring, um, you know, that sort of composure that we have sort of been looking for. So, um, yeah, hopefully he has a strong game there. And Jaden Braley, he's not too far away, so hang in there, boys. Newcastle Knights to win... Seven points to six. I mean, this is a game for the purists, that's for sure. All right, team, let's move away from them because there's some much better games ahead. Cos, you've got some absolute beauties here. Friday night, 7.55, Penrith Panthers in first place coming up against the Sydney Roosters. I'm going to keep this one short and sharp and say Penrith but because they're just in too much good form and the Roosters are just too inconsistent. So just keep it simple. Panthers are at home. And they're going to win. Yeah, well, that's so. exactly right. And, and, hey, you've got confidence because, uh, you know, they could even roll out their B team. They could rest players. I don't know whether they will. It's going to be really interesting to see how they approach that. I'm all about resting, especially when you're Penrith. I mean, if you 
if you've got any chance of winning with your backups, which, you know, I, I think Penrith uh, can. I, I just feel like it's the smart move. I mean, you're not looking to win premierships, uh, you know, in, in round 16. I mean, it's, it, you know, it's something they need to look at. Um, the other interesting one is this whole situation with the Roosters. Now, outside the top eight, the Sydney Roosters, Trent Robinson's crew, outside of the top eight. I mean, that just doesn't make sense. Trent Robinson must be ripping... I mean, you remember Des Hasler? He was, he was kicking doors out. I, I, I'd be really interesting to see what Trent Robinson's spray looks like. But um, anyway, I, I think I think Sydney Roosters will try and keep this close. But the market suggests gamble responsibly. Uh, Panthers are going to get this done pretty comfortably. Because um, another really interesting game. I mean, you have one of the, the, the informed teams in the competition, the Canterbury Bulldogs on Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock. Uh, yeah, Combank Stadium coming up against the Cronulla Sharks, who have been a handy team. They're sitting in fourth position. Cause what's what's doing? This is this is probably going to be one of the one of the games of the round. I'm going to tip the doggies because why Here not? Here we go. Let's go three in a row because again, why not? I think um, the Sharks only just sort of beat the Titans, who have you know they they like all the teams are putting in an effort, but Titans have not done a, an 80 minute effort all season. And again, the Sharks are a good team, but I, I just want to have a bit of fun because get on that doggies bandwagon. And they've moved from the bottom of the table and they're, they're crawling up the table. They're 13th, like with two wins. So kind of shows how congested the, the ladder is when you get move away from the top. But why not have a bit of fun? Three in a row for the doggies. And they're at home. So, well, it's not their real, real home. But, it's- yeah, I'm going to tip the doggies. It's going to be. I don't know why. I feel it in my bo- in my bones. Why not? <laughs> it's, it's interesting to see like Avarillo start to shine. I, I think there was a lot of people who knew that his best position was fullback, and it just it, it, it's unbelievable that it took the club this long to figure that out. So I feel like they've wasted a couple of years. They played him in centre, both centres, five eight, lock prop. He carried the water. He did the oranges. He coached the team for a week there. I mean, what are we doing with Jake Avarillo? Like a high-quality player there. Good to see he's finally found his home. And Kyle Flanagan, isn't it good to see that he's starting to really, uh, you know, take control of this football team, not overdo his hand, play consistent football. And Matty Burton, uh, let's see a few more kicks there. He is going to absolutely torture those Sharks' backs. That's uh, I think, yeah, I was saying if Burton plays, like the confidence he would have, um, he was already playing really well in a team that was struggling. So, and to come off that win for New South Wales, I think he'll just bring that confidence with him. And also Josh Adokar, like, you know, obviously was scoring mm-hmm. all those tries, didn't get picked. So he's probably going to, you know, reset and think, okay, well, I need to score five tries a game to get my origin jersey back. So uh, Josh Adokar, gamble responsibly for multiple tries there as well. All right, Dana, you've got uh, the New Zealand Warriors. Uh, for our listeners that didn't go back and listen to episode 41, we spent a little bit of time trying to rebuild the Warriors. So go back and have a listen to that. That was a good chat. Um, but the New Zealand Warriors coming up against the uh, West Tigers, um, here we are. We're back in New Zealand. This is it. This, you know, this has been a few years in the making. I know they're not in good form. I know all the dramas. I know the situation with the coach. But Dana, come on, give us a little bit of hope. Can the Warriors get the job done here um, as they return to New Zealand? I don't know because if you think the Friday six pm game's a bit shit and Sunday two pm, I don't think it's looking much better. Um, what have we got? We've got 15 versus 14. Like, you know, it's it's not going to be good. It's going to be messy. It's going to be inconsistent. I reckon it's just not going to be a good game, if I'm honest, and that's that's just brutally honest. Uh, as much as I would love to see the Warriors 
come through and, and win at their first home game, return in two, almost three years. I just don't know if it's going to happen. But what, what if they just what if they just transformed? And I mean, that's what everyone's hoping is that they go back, they settle in. You know, they they get their home cooked meals. Um, you know, they they go back and, and and mow their backyard. I mean, who's been doing that? Who's been mowing their lawn, checking their mail? It's going to be really interesting to see. But is this what you tell yourself as a Newcastle supporter? Because oh, it's look, not. It's you're going to be realistic here, mate. I, mean, I, I, I tell myself a lot of things as a night supporter. But look, it is going to be interesting. You know, the, the Tigers they're up and down and around. You know, obviously, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how they play. Jackson Hastings has dropped away his form. Um, still hope he signs in the Newcastle Knights, by the way. But he has sort of dropped away. But Dana, come on. Um, yeah, what's your thoughts on this? Can the Warriors get the job done or do you think Tigers will spoil the party? The, the thing is, it's like they're, it's not like it would be a, a blowout. Like they're both as bad as each other. <laughs> so it's actually going to be an annoyingly close game. Um, but I think there'll be a couple slip-ups, you know, I reckon home court advantage for the first time in a long time. I hope for the Warriors' sake that the Warriors win and there's a massive crowd and they staunch the field and it's a whole thing. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a tight one. I'm going to go 20 to 18 Warriors. Side. Okay, there we go. I love it. Reese Walsh is man of the match. And, you know, let's just hope that, uh, you know, Warriors can get the job done there. That's, uh, you know, it's been a long time. And, again, look, thank you to the Warriors as well, keeping this competition alive. Um, you know, wouldn't wouldn't have uh, wouldn't have happened without their without their support, so let's hope they can get it done on the field. All right, Mickey, you've got the final game of the round. It's Coz's mighty St. George Illawarra Dragons. What's doing? How about the Dragons turning it on uh, over the last little while, coming up against the Canberra Raiders, who again have turned things around a little bit, sitting in 11th position. Um, Mickey, this is, again, this is going to be a cracker. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's definitely going to be a good game. I don't know. I'm getting this feeling that Raiders might win. Yeah, okay. Um, sorry. <laughs> um, but no, I, I don't know. I think it is going to be a really, yeah, huge game, um, especially for a Sunday afternoon. Like, I think it's just going to, oh, just the perfect way to end the, well, end the round. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm tipping the Raiders. <laughs> just, just uh, you know, just so our listeners know, you know, Jack obviously had the spicy cough, so hopefully he's recovered. And Jack White, and he'll be very keen to try and fight his way into the Blues team. You know, it's going to be interesting to see how the Dragons, um, you know, bounce back. You know, they are consistently inconsistent, obviously, but be interesting to see how they perform. I know Benny Hunt uh, took a knock the other day, so it'll be very interesting to see whether he can back up. And Junior Ramon, you know, how he returns to club football after making his international debut. Look, he took a lot of criticism in that loss against the New Zealand Warriors. Um, you know, one of the things it did expose is he had one of his worst kicking performances in that particular game. Wasn't able to get a lot of distance. I think was was um, you know constantly under pressure. You know, to me, I, I don't think that accurately reflected him as a player. I, I feel like the Kiwis knew that he was their only real kicking option, and they put a lot of pressure on him. So, yeah, I, I felt like he was starting to find some form. So be really interesting to see how Amon, um, you know, returns to the Dragons. Uh, let's see if he can fight their way through. All right, guys, well, there you go. That is the round in the books. Um, round 16, done and dusted. So uh, we'll keep an eye on how our predictions land there. All right, team, that's all the time we have tonight. Just want to thank my amazing panel, always bringing the heat as we talk all things rugby league. We're back into it now. We've still got our uh, decider uh, headed our way in origin. 
uh, go the mighty New South Wales Blues. I'm loving that. <laughs> there we go as D uh, shows the uh, shows the scarf there. And to our listeners, we really do appreciate your support of the NRL show. It, it has been amazing. We've been checking the downloads. We really do appreciate your support. How can you continue to do that? Continue to download the podcast, share with family and friends. Thank you for choosing Mojo Sports. And until next week, we'll catch you then. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.